Nikuda Beheichola series for the third Sicha of Parshas Shalach in volume 18, titled To Be or Not to Be, That is the Question. The spies returned from the Promised Land to the Jewish people in the desert with the report quote, The people who inhabit the land are mighty, and the cities are extremely huge and fortified. And there we saw even the offspring of the giant. There we saw the giants, in our eyes we seemed like grasshoppers, and so we were in their eyes." Of the twelve spies, there were two who remained faithful, Joshua and Caleb. And they responded to the fiery action of the Jewish people with, I quote, We can surely go up and take possession of it, for for we can indeed overcome it. If God desires us, he will bring us to this land and give it to us. But you do not rebel against God. Rashi explains here that, and in the merit of this, that we will not rebel, continue with the verse, and you will not fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their tzel, which means shade, protection, is removed from them, and God is with us, do not fear them. Now, Rashi comments on the words, their protection, their tzel, is removed from them, and I quote, Their shield and their strength, their virtuous ones, have died, namely Job, who protected them. Another interpretation, the shade, protection of the omnipresent, has departed from them. End quote. So Rashi is giving two different interpretations in which the first is speaking of a protection afforded to them in the merit of the righteous among them. Now, however, according to this interpretations, the words their protection is removed from them, which seems to denote that the protection exists elsewhere and has only been turned away from them, Well, that's problematic if we are speaking of the merit of Job, who died. Therefore, Rashi has a second interpretation that we are speaking of the protection of the covenant that God made with Noah after the flood. And I quote, And I, behold I, setting up my covenant with you and with your seed after you, end quote which even though was removed from the nations living in what would become Israel so that they can be conquered by the Jewish people, but nevertheless, this protection, this divine protection, still exists upon all other nations of the world. Now, however, being that Rashi defines the shade as their shield and their strength, Hence, Rashi's primary, his first interpretation, is concerning the protection of their righteous ones. Now, even though Rashi himself defines his work many times as being, and I quote, but I have come only to teach the simple meaning of the scripture, end quote. Nevertheless, after understanding Rashi's simple meaning, we will find both great legal depth and esoteric depth, called the wine of the Torah, in his words. The law is, the carcass of an animal, called nevela, carries an impurity. However, if the animal was richly slaughtered, then it is not a nevela, and is not impure. Now, Maimonides rules in the laws of the Avotatumot, chapter 2, law 10, 
He, and I quote, When a non-Jew slaughters an animal, it is considered as a carcass, an avela, and imparts impurity when carried. End quote. Being that the ritual slaughtering of a Gentile is not kosher. Now, the Ravid disagrees, pointing out that the entire laws of impurity do not apply to a Gentile. Quote, they do not become impure, nor do they impart impurity. End quote. Now, the Rogachava, he explains the Ravid's opinion as, being that the entire Torah concept of ritual slaughter does not apply to a Gentile, hence we consider the animal to have died on its own. And this is the reason it is a nevela and impure, but nothing to do with a Gentile slaughtering it. On a deeper level, the argument between Maimonides and Ravid becomes one of where Maimonides holds whether the Gentile carries the identity of a someone of his own or Ribid, the identity of a Gentile is his being a non-identity of his own but as part of the entire creation. We're soon going to explain that. Hence, we find that Maimonides rules that God's divine providence is upon the entire human race, Gentiles included, while the Ribid disagrees. With this, we understand the two interpretations of Rashi. Do we say, according to Rashi's first interpretation, which would match with the Ribid, being that the Gentile is part of all creation, created solely, and I quote, so that the Jew can actualize all of Torah and mitzvot, end quote, and hence his reward and punishment is not a divine process, but a natural cause and effect, like with all other parts of the creation, and therefore they have no divine protection, the shade, and but that of their own righteous among them, cause and effect. Or do we say, Rashi's second interpretation, which will coincide with Maimonides' opinion, that God gave the nations of the world their seven Noahide laws, and with this they became their own divine identity with their own service, reward, punishment, and hence with their own shade from God. Now, nevertheless, even according to Maimonides, being that, and I quote, the purpose for which this world was created is that the Holy One, blessed be He, desired to have an abode in the lower realms, end quote, and this is done through our observance of Torah and mitzvot, that's the entire purpose of all creation. Therefore, even the Gentiles' seven Noahide laws ultimately are that the Gentile prepare their tselem, play of words with the word tsel. Tselem means form, to be able to be elevated by the Jew through Torah and mitzvot.